This is 89.1 WEMU-FM, and today we reflect back on some of the recent severe storms with a better degree of calm as floodwaters have receded. But it's a fact, without stormwater mitigation efforts of the past, it would have been much worse. I'm David Fair, and welcome to this week's edition of Issues of the Environment. Beyond municipal and governmental efforts, a good number of local residents are making a difference by creating rain gardens on their properties. It helps capture and filter stormwater, and it's a proven environmental benefit. Now there is a new interactive mapping tool available that allows us to see where all of the residential rain garden properties are in Washtenaw County and beyond. Our guest today has her galoshes imprinted all over it. Susan Bryan is the rain garden coordinator for the Washtenaw County Water Resources Office, and thank you for making time today. My pleasure, David. What constitutes an official rain garden? Sometimes people have it and they don't even know. It's any garden that takes the water from a hard surface, like your roof or your driveway, and lets it soak into the garden. So it can be a tree or a perennial bed or even a shrub that has a little bit of a depression so that the water pools there and then soaks in. Is there a way to collectively measure how much stormwater all of the rain gardens in the area can capture? Oh, yes. Uh, we're right now, because we've have this map and people have their rain gardens on there, we've calculated that it's about 11.6 million gallons are captured every year. Now, that, that's hard to quantify. That sounds like a whole lot of water. It's so much water. I was trying to think of how to explain how much water that is. And it's more than 2,000 semi-trucks full of water, if you think about how many semi-trucks that would be. It seems like I've been in that traffic jam, yes. Yes, that's right. No, it's a lot of water. People are doing an amazing job. Stormwater is obviously a major source of water pollution. It carries all sorts of things like trash, heavy metals, and bacteria through the traditional storm sewers and ultimately out to our local waterways. So if I were to intentionally create a rain garden on my property... What happens to all those contaminants, and do I need to in some way deal with them? Nature is amazing, and some of the contaminants, like petrochemicals, are broken down by the bacteria in soils. Those are just naturally occurring bacteria that, especially in good soils, soils with a lot of organic material, a lot of compost, a lot of leaves, they really break down a lot of those petrochemicals. Other things like lead, which might come off the paint of your house or something like that, mm-hmm. are adsorbed by um, by uh, particles. So they're still there, but they're kind of like stuck. And, <laughs> they're stuck right, there. and they're being mitigated yeah. away from humans. Right, exactly. Um, and instead of being in the water, it's much other things like um, uh, nitrogen and phosphorus are great in a rain garden. It's not even pollution. We want it in a garden. But in the water, it's not good. 89.1 WEMU's Issues of the Environment Conversation with Susan Bryan continues. Susan is the rain garden coordinator for the Washtenaw County Water Resources Office. The rain gardens have really taken off in popularity, and I mentioned at the outset that there's this new interactive map uh, that shows a good number of them. Officially went live yesterday. Your officer partnered with whom to bring this map to life? We are partially funded by the city of Ann Arbor, so of course we include them. But this map was built also in partnership with Friends of the Rouge. The two organizations together um, put our heads together and 
made a map that not only shows all the spots, but you can look at all the photos of all those rain gardens. So it's a fun thing for, you know, residents to just look at and tour at all the gardens. Roughly how many rain gardens does it show? Right now it's about 1,400. Um, and these are peop- just individuals who built an individual rain garden. So these are people all across the metro area, actually. So who goes about collecting where the rain gardens are, who has built one, and how do you entice them to uh, put their property on the map? I know. Uh, people have been sending me their rain gardens for years. So I've had this treasure trove of amazing photos, and now I get to share them. And it's such a pleasure um, because people have done good work, and I want to share it. So this is kind of fun for me to be able to look at all these photos, and you can see where they are and all the rain gardens in your neighborhood. I think sometimes we think of uh, pollution mitigation efforts as not necessarily something beautiful. Do you have some favorite pictures that uh, stood out to you as, oh my goodness, that's truly beautiful and a great idea for my house? Oh yes, absolutely. And I get to visit a lot of these rain gardens in person. I think I learn something new at every single one. Is Is the hope that longer term people are going to take inspiration from seeing uh, the number and kinds of rain gardens that have been created in the area and then decide to create one of their own. Yeah, that's right. And this is something that people can do from their couch. You can do a little tour of rain gardens all the way you know, through your neighborhood. You can look at other neighborhoods. And it's just a pleasure. Even me, who I've had my finger on the pulse of rain gardens for a long time, I was even amazed at looking at this map and all the photos and what the sheer number of things that people have done. Once again, we're talking with Washtenaw County Rain Garden Coordinator Susan Bryan on WEMU's Issues of the Environment. For a long time now, Susan, I believe over a decade, Washtenaw County has offered a master class in rain gardening. Is participation continuing to grow? Oh, yes. We have uh, a winter class that we do online, live, uh, with folks all across the metro area. And then in person in the spring, we have a master rain gardener class that people can join. And then it's also on demand. Anytime it's been recorded, anyone can take it for free if they have some free time. So if you get the urge to build a rain garden, there's all those materials out there so you can know exactly how to do it. I assume that the program uh, takes a step through step, the, the process of creating a rain garden. Is it expensive, uh, either in terms of money or time expenditure? The amazing thing is that an expensive rain garden does exactly the same amount of good as a cheap rain garden. <laughs> so if people like made their own compost and got splits of plants from maybe other parts of their garden or their neighbors, We also have plant swaps where people can get plants for free. The city of Ann Arbor and other municipalities around have free compost. So you can really do it almost for free if you're energetic. Or you can outsource the whole thing and hire someone to build it. (laughs) You can go either way. (laughs) All right. And and, uh, obviously, uh, how you choose to beautify it can change the cost of things. But there are options, and it can be relatively low cost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can be very low cost. And it doesn't have to be huge. It can be a small little rain garden, and it still does a world of good. What kind of maintenance is required on an annual basis? Well, gardeners know all about the maintenance for a garden. I think if you walk by and pull a weed every day, it's almost nothing. 
if you wait for an entire six months before you pull the weed, it feels like a lot. <laughs> but it's just normal gardening. You do have to pull the weed. Um, but other than that, it's nothing special. So as we collectively explore the need for more climate adaptation and consider a future that's going to require a lot more investment in green infrastructure, what role are these rain gardens going to play in mitigating environmental damage and supporting other sustainable practices? Rain gardens are a really important part of climate adaptation because it means that the water that comes off your roof and your driveway doesn't rush downstream and cause flooding. You take care of it right on your yard, and it's really the gold standard of stormwater mitigation because it soaks that water into the ground where the water becomes clean, and also it, re, um, it recharges our aquifer, and it doesn't cause flooding. So it's really the best thing that we can do as individuals, and it's also fun. Now, we've been talking about residential. What about commercial properties? Is this something you would like to see kind of mandated as for new development? New development does. We have new rules with Washtenaw County that new development must provide infiltration. That's what we call it when you soak in that water into the ground. So they are required if they have suitable soil. So on those sandy soils and loamy soils, they're required to provide part of their water must be soaked into the ground. And then on top of that, they have flood mitigation that they must provide. So that's already in the rules. But if people who already have a commercial property want to put in rain gardens, we have a program to help people figure out how to do that called Community Partners for Clean Streams. And we try to give those people honor and glory and publicize their good works as well. Well, our time together is winding down. But on a final note, if I had listened to this conversation today, and I'm sitting on the fence as to whether or not to become actively uh, an active participant in creating a rain garden. What's your final argument to me to put me over the top? You know what? What keeps me in my job and what makes me happy every day that I do what I do is seeing how much fun people have with this. They build a garden, and then you get to see nature grow. The flowers grow. You see beautiful birds, goldfinches. And then um, people will even get so excited, they'll run outside when it rains to see the water soaking in. I mean, it's just wonderful. That's what I love seeing is the joy it brings people. Well, thank you so much for making the time today and providing the information, Susan. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That is Susan Bryan. Susan is the Rain Garden Coordinator for the Washtenaw County Water Resources Office and has been our guest on issues of the environment. For more information on the new interactive rain garden map and for more information on starting a rain garden and taking a master rain gardener class, visit our website at wemu.org and we'll get you linked up everywhere you need to go. Issues of the Environment is a regular feature on WEMU and you hear it every Wednesday. I'm David Fair and this is 89.1 WEMU-FM Ypsilanti.